financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, stay tuned because later in the show, we'll have a special offer for you, so don't change that channel. Now, today we're going to talk about one of the hot topics these days, taxes, more specifically, tax reform. Now, you may recall that on December 22nd, President Trump signed the new tax bill into law. Uh, it's actually called Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. And after it passed in the Senate by a party line vote, it became law. So we're going to dive into tax reform and consider what it means for you. All right. Wow. Well, I've been wondering uh, about that new tax bill and what it might mean and and uh, what, how that's all going to shake out, how it's going to affect us. So I have a lot of questions for you, Eric. Good. Yep. But, but first, I have to thank you once again for having me on the show because we always have a blast. And even when we're talking about taxes, somehow, Eric, you manage to make it interesting and informative. And uh, that's no small feat right there. Yeah, especially with some of the subject matter that we talk about, you know, stuff that uh, is certified to put you to sleep if you suffer from insomnia. But uh, we'll, we'll make it good. This is there's some good stuff in uh, in this uh, new law. And we're going to talk about a few things of it. So, yeah, that's good. We'll uh, we'll make it good. Yeah, definitely. Well, and uh, this has definitely been a topic of conversation as of late, especially this time of year, of course. Uh, so it's a good time to talk about it, isn't it? Yeah, it's great timing. But for starters, I want to clarify something. The new tax bill won't be affecting your 2017 taxes. For So for those of you that haven't filed your taxes yet, this is not going to uh, provide you with any type of meaningful impact. We're talking about the law as it stands for this year, 2018 and moving forward. So uh, I always think it's best that people become informed and next tax season, it, it's gonna be uh, a lot of changes with tax credits and deductions. Uh, but the benefit here is we're doing it now because people are talking about taxes, thinking about taxes. And I just want our listeners to learn about this new law and how it might affect their filing for next year. Well, sure. And I mean, even if people have started noticing tax breaks in their paychecks this year, it really isn't until next tax season, like you say, that it's going to 
uh, really take mm-hmm. effect and we're going to really notice some major changes. Uh, but let's talk about this a little bit. I mean, uh, it seems like we haven't had a significant change in a while. And I, why now? What's the motivation behind this tax reform, do you think? Well, President Trump wants to get reelected in 2020. So that's the, <laughs> that's the motivation. Regardless right of what there. everybody says, that's that's probably the biggest motivation <laughs> sure. right there well, is, sure. is reelection. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, what we heard on television and, and, and whatever is, it, you know, the tax writing committee, uh, the Ways and Means Committee uh, with the U.S. House of Representatives, you know, the bill was created in hopes of making the tax process more simple. Now, we can, uh, we can draw from lots of examples of where our government attempts to make something complicated more simple, like healthcare or whatever, and usually they make it more complicated, but right. the intention was to make it the process of filing your income tax more simple. Uh, they wanted to preserve the mortgage interest deductions. Those are some of the goals they had. Uh, and they cut the individual mandate penalty tax uh, for folks that opt out of uh, the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. Remember, there was that penalty if you didn't carry health insurance. So they wanted to remove that uh, penalty for folks that don't want to buy health insurance. Uh, They wanted to increase the standard deduction. So a lot of people don't have to itemize. They can just take a standard deduction, which is higher and not have to you know, do all the record keeping for itemization. And uh, they wanted to give more money for us, the workers of America, to spend. Uh, and so, uh, and they wanted to improve savings vehicles for education, things of that nature. But they had some, you know, some moderate goals and they achieved, or they think they've achieved most of those. Sure, sure. And I mean, some of that's debatable, like making it more simple. I mean, they yeah. they talk all the time about hey like a single a postcard that you just send in making it that symbol and that would be amazing um, but some of these things uh, it really does and obviously cutting that you know that healthcare mandate increasing standard deduction uh, giving more support to families for uh, child deductions things like that uh, sound very positive and uh, will yep. take effect. But it's been a while since there's been any tax reform like this, right? I mean, these major changes. It has been a while. Uh, the last time there was tax reform of this magnitude was uh, over 30 years ago wow. under President Reagan. So it's been a while. Uh, and this is probably the most significant and comprehensive piece of tax legislation to be signed into law for decades. Wow. And I know they've tried. Uh, I mean, it, it seems like, uh, you know, our government, uh, they've tried and tried, but just never got it done. So it's good that they finally got something through as long as it helps us. Uh, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Now, from what you know about all this, Eric, what kind of changes will this actually mean for the individual? That's the bottom line, well, right? Yeah. And that's what we're going to spend time discussing on the show. The impact of the new tax law on each individual and family, uh, of course, is going to differ depending on uh, a few factors, such as the size of your family, your income amount and the type of income you receive and uh, several other specific circumstances. And uh, it's important to remember that no two tax filers are exactly alike. So the impact varies 
from person to person. Yeah, I would imagine it would. Now, uh, we have a couple minutes left here uh, before the end of this segment. So I want to ask you, Eric, um, do you have a lot of people come in or ask you about taxes or the new tax laws? Is that something that people bring up or do you have to bring that up with your clients? How does that work? Both, both. Uh, obviously, you know, taxes, I, I tell clients, taxes are, are really the single biggest cost of saving and investing over our lifetime. It's not the rate of return or anything like that. It's simply how much we pay in taxes over our lifetime. So, uh, you know, my clients are educated on uh, how income tax affects them. And so we can plan accordingly. So uh, this is very, very big. And uh, uh, our listeners out there would be wise to educate themselves on the impacts of these new sweeping changes and, and how it's going to play out for their futures. Sure. And every dollar we can save in taxes uh, is actually even more has more value than that dollar uh, does elsewhere, right? Right. I mean, I just tell clients, I go, look, if we can, uh, if we can say 5% uh, in your income tax bill next year, that's 5% of your dollars that you're not going to have to uh, spend from another uh, resource like an investment account or a retirement account. Uh, and it's also money that we don't have to place at risk to get a return. So uh, saving money in income taxes is, is a a very good strategy for long-term financial health. Sure. We all say, oh, we dread taxes and we don't want to talk about it. But when it comes to minimizing our tax burden or figuring out how to get tax-free money uh, or keeping money tax-free, we all love those conversations. And, and yep. that's what we're getting at. And that's what we hope this new, uh, these new tax laws will help us save more on our taxes uh, rather than cost us. And that's the bottom line. Uh, this all makes good sense. Now, uh, we're going to have to take a quick break here in a minute. But Eric, I know you usually have something for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, with all this confusion and certainly a lot of uncertainty regarding these tax law changes, uh, it's always helpful to consult a trusted professional. So someone who makes it a priority to know the effects of changes like this and what it will mean to individuals and their taxes. So visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call at the office at 775-674-2222 to set up a complimentary retirement review. Oh, that sounds good. Now, uh, when you say a complimentary retirement review, you'll sit down with the people and meet with them in person at no charge and they can ask you questions. You go over where they're at and I know you have some type of uh, risk analysis or personalized report you run for them, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In fact, they can do it online uh, before they even schedule a uh, visit with me. Uh, and it's just a go uh, get your score tab on my website, walks you through how to do a little risk uh, tolerance assessment for yourself. A uh, lot of tools on my website that can help with the retirement planning uh, process. But if you have any questions or concerns, just give me a call, set up a consultation. Uh, and as you said, it is complimentary free of charge. All right. And what's that phone number? And the number is 775-674-2222. All right. Thanks, Eric. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Eric Cheek here on Financially Tuned right after this. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. 
At Nevada Retirement Planners, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It is not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please call our office today at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And now back to Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, the title of the show is Tax Reform and You. And in the first segment of the show, we talked about uh, tax reform from a broad standpoint, uh, discussing some of the goals behind it and a little bit of background of it. Yeah. And and Eric, now that we know a little bit more of the backstory, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, maybe you could help us out by talking about some of these changes and how they're going to affect us, the average American out there. Okay. Well, you know, one of the most popular talking points of the new bill is that it's changing income brackets and marginal tax rates. Now, tax brackets refer to the specific ranges of income and the tax rates that correspond to those income ranges. Now, marginal tax rates apply to different levels of income. The idea behind this progressive tax system is that the higher the income, the higher the tax bracket. Now, this just means that depending on your income, your income is taxed at several different rates instead of just one. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, that sounds like uh, it can get, now we're starting to get in the weeds a little bit. Sounds like it might get a little tricky to sort through. Well, uh, yeah, they, they couldn't make it completely uh, <laughs> uncomplicated and, and let us actually do our taxes on a postcard like they talked about. Sure. But let's put it this way. Rather than your entire income being charged at the same rate, portions of your income are charged at varying and increasing rates. So someone that makes $30,000 a year are taxed at a certain rate. And then as their income moves up to say 70,000, that next bracket, it's taxed at a different rate. And then someone that makes $140,000 a year, that next uh, tax bracket, they're uh, increased at a, at, a, at, a, at a higher rate. And so if you look at it, there's several different rates uh, being applied as someone moves up through the income uh, tax brackets. Uh, but they've been adjusted and the marginal rates have been cut and almost everyone will have lower income tax rates next year. That's the good news. And not only that, married filers will also see a change uh, in their filing in the sense that the shift in tax brackets is going to remove an unintended tax penalty that existed when couples were pushed into a higher tax bracket after combining their income. Yeah. So under the new tax law, tax brackets have been amended uh, by increasing the ranges on some of the tiers for joint filers in such a way that will help alleviate the so-called marriage penalty for some people. Uh, now, there's still seven tax brackets that will vary uh, according to income. Uh, most of them have been modified and reduced 
with the new bill. Uh, for those of us that uh, uh, have a paycheck every two weeks or every week or every month, however you get a payroll check, you've probably already seen an increase in your net take-home pay uh, that started in February when these new rates were put into place. Yeah, see, that that's where we're getting into the good news. Uh, you know, most of those tax brackets, like you say, are reduced with this new bill, which is good news for pretty much everyone. Um, what's another big difference with this new law then? Well, another uh, important difference to be aware of is the change in the standard deduction. Now, with the new law, the standard deduction has almost doubled. Now, for those of you that might not be familiar with tax lingo, the standard deduction is an automatic reduction in a taxpayer's tax obligation. Now, for many years, taxpayers have had the option of just taking the standard deduction or choosing to itemize their deductions to see if they would get uh, more than the standard deduction. Uh, now, itemizing, you know, it can be tricky sometimes because it involves, uh, you know, you have to identify expenses that you qualify for to deduct and then calculating each of those deductions. Uh, now, while it could be a hassle, it's worth it if your itemized deductions exceed the standard deduction. So what they've done with this new tax bill is they have raised the standard deduction up quite high. And so what it will probably do with a lot of filers is it will just uh, render the need to itemize uh, nil. They can just take the standard deduction, which will be higher. Uh, and so, uh, it also eliminated the personal exemption, which was the amount that you could deduct from your own taxable income for yourself uh, and their dependents that they claim. So there's some change of this, but the idea is a lot of people won't have to itemize deductions moving forward, which is a good thing for those folks. Sure. It sounds like there's a little good and a little bad there. Um, obviously, a lot of good um, that if you qualify, I mean, obviously, standard deductions and you know, uh, the itemization, obviously, like you said, can be tricky, but that's why it's good to work with yourself who works closely with tax professionals. And I know that you work with CPAs to help your clients minimize that tax burden as much as possible, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and, and a lot of that is just becoming educated on how this new tax bill will work. And uh, that's certainly what uh, CPA firms are doing all over the country uh, is they start getting into the nuances of how it's gonna work. Uh, they always do this, uh, give us enough lag time. So we've got a year to figure out how it's gonna implicate uh, uh, and hopefully not complicate most people's uh, tax bills. But yeah, that's uh, all this stuff can can really be complicated. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the, the net result in summary is the bill, it did simplify part of the income tax process. And so for a lot of Americans, the increase uh, just in that standard deduction will account for the removal of personal exemptions. And, 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 and hopefully many people are going to just be able to keep more of their money instead of handling it over to the government. Well, yeah. Yeah, to Uncle Sam. And, you know, Eric, that's why he has that huge hat, such a huge hat. He's got all my money in there. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't. And even... he wishes to always collect as much as he possibly can. Yeah. I mean, spending sure isn't going on a diet oh, with this. Uh, yeah, the budget. We just had uh, a new budget that was passed uh, a couple weeks ago, and and certainly our uh, our congressmen and senators they haven't uh, decided to spend less because they're going to be collecting less uh, from the taxpayers. But uh, we'll see how that pans out as well. Uh, now. Let's talk a little bit more about any other changes that this new bill is going to introduce for us. Of course. Now, here's another difference that's going to impact a lot of folks like you and Mrs. Snow. And that's uh, the part of the tax law that deals with the child tax credit. Now, currently, parents that make less than $110,000 jointly or $75,000 individually receive a child tax credit of $1,000. Now, tax credits differ from deductions because a tax credit is a dollar for dollar reduction. So if you have a child tax credit of $1,000 and you owe the IRS uh, $1,200, uh, that child tax credit would uh, uh, reduce your bill by $1,000. Wow. You'd owe $200. So credits are very important. Now, with the new bill in 2018, the child tax credit will be doubled wow. to $2,000 per ch- uh, qualified child. And the income limits for the credit will be $400,000 in joint income from a husband or wife and $200,000 for an individual filer. So that means that a lot of people are going to be able to receive a tax credit who weren't able to before. I mean, people may actually have children, Tony, knowing that they've got this big credit (laughs) afforded to them. I doubt that. That won't quite cover it, but, but hey, the kids are finally paying off, right? A little bit. We get a little bit back, you know, but uh, and hey, it's not going to it's not going to go very far for a lifetime of food and all the other things that they uh, they get from us. Hey, but hey, well, no, it's nice that they're expanding this. Yeah. So people just imagine someone that has a large family. Uh, you know, I'm uh, uh, my parents had seven kids. I had oh. no idea how they did it when, uh, uh, you know, back in the day. But uh, just imagine that $2,000 and then the income limits have gone way up as well. So uh, a lot of people are going to be able to uh, take advantage of that. And so, uh, you know, another benefit to new law is that if you have a uh, Section 529 college savings plan in place for your children, uh, you're going to be able to see a little bit more flexibility with that plan. Uh, You're going to be able to use that plan for different levels of education aside from college, like if you wanted to send your child to a private school or to pay for tutoring after school or trade school, stuff like that. uh, You're going to see some more flexibility with the money in those savings plans as well. Yeah. Well, and that's really good. Uh, My wife and I like that aspect of this new law because we have Mm -hmm. two, you know, we have three kids and right now we have two 529 plans. And it's good to know that if we wanted to pay for tutoring or uh, put them in a private school or a, a school that's not at college level, uh, that this could help pay for that. I, that's really, yep. we could use the 529 for that because there's a lot of restrictions on what you can use a 529 for. And I'm glad they're loosening that up. That'll really, really help us. So, 
Are there any other changes for individual filers out there that we need to be aware of? Well, yeah, this is the one that caught the most press because of all the uh, very wealthy people by virtue of their real estate that live on the east and west coasts of this country. Uh, And that's the mortgage interest deduction. Now, in previous years, a mortgage holder could deduct interest they pay on mortgage debt of up to a million dollars. Now, under the new law, this amount is capped at seven hundred and fifty thousand. So if you bought a home before December 15th, 2017, uh, you still may fall under the previous one million cap. Now, uh, so that's going to change how much people can deduct for you know, higher net worth people that have large mortgages on, on very nice homes. But mostly uh, the pushback came from uh, both the West and the East Coast because uh, their, the, the cost of housing uh, in these areas is remarkably higher than uh, people uh, pay in the interior of the country. Uh, so that's a big one there. Uh, also the deduction for medical expenses is also commonly, uh, it's a common deduction uh, under the new law, taxpayer may deduct medical expenses over seven and a half percent of adjusted gross income. Now, in the previous years, a taxpayer was only allowed to deduct medical expenses over 10 percent of their adjusted gross income. And so that's going to uh, provide some changes to folks and hopefully help folks that have uh, large uh, unreimbursed medical expenses. So there's some other uh, good things in there for those folks as well. Well, that's good to know. So are there any final changes that you want to share with us about these new tax laws? Well, this is for our listeners that are uh, that have large estates. And this is always something that uh, really you hear people go back and forth on, which is uh, federal estate tax. Ah, uh, state tax, uh, yeah. And people say, you know, uh, you know, the wealthy should give back some of their their high net worth when they pass away, you know, and the government should collect a tax. But uh, a lot of times, uh, this is another law that has some uh, some some ill intentions uh, or some folks that that get punished for this. And a lot of them are small business owners. You have a family business and you want to pass it on to your kids when you pass away. And and so the federal estate tax has captured a lot of small businesses when that's occurred and family farms. Uh, my best friend, uh, he and his siblings inherited their parents' family farm back in Iowa when his parents passed away. And they had to do a lot of uh, financial hoops to come up with the money to pay the federal estate tax that, that caught them uh, in their parents' family farm. You know, the farms never made a lot of money uh, uh, in terms of income. But the land that the farm uh, occupies is is worth millions of dollars. And so to, just to transfer the land to the kids, uh, they were caught up in the federal estate tax. So uh, what they've done is, is the new law, uh, it does keep the federal estate tax, but it's raised the exemption amounts. So in 2017, the federal exemption amounts were five and a half million dollars per individual or $11 million per married couple. Now, under the new law, the exemption amounts have increased to 11.2 million per individual and 2. or 22.4 million for a married couple. So uh, it's gonna be a great year to die for rich people next year. Not so good uh, this year. So, I mean, keep yourselves alive this year. Next year, it's gonna be great for your kids. 
I know that that right there will uh, cause the kids concern and want to keep you alive for all you high net worth people, at least until 2018. But uh, the estate tax rates for assets that are subject to the federal estate tax uh, have remained largely un, uh, unchanged. Uh, and they cap out at 40%. So for someone that has a net worth of 30 million, if they pass away next year, uh, they're gonna have uh, that $22 million exemption and then be taxed at 40% for the amount over that. So a uh, lot of changes, most of them are good. Most people are gonna see their income taxes uh, reduced for 2018. Uh, and so this year, uh, listeners out there, just educate yourself on all the nuances of this and then plan accordingly. Yeah, sounds great. Now we're out of time for today's show, but Eric, let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you. Well, they can get a hold of us uh, in two uh, easy ways. They can uh, get a hold of me on our website at nvretirementplanners.com, or they can uh, just pick up the phone and call 775 674 2222. Uh, just mention you heard me on the radio and schedule a complimentary consultation. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Eric G. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 